Got your girl in the cut, she Tuesday. New York City. Welcome to Hot 97's Street Soldiers. The hottest talk on radio. Hosted by Lisa Evers. I am so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers on Living Your Dreams. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. Follow me on Twitter, at Lisa Evers. If you are following me on Twitter, you would see the car crashes that are happening all over the place uptown (laughs) in the uh, 3-4 precinct there. Um, Instagram, at Lisa Evers Live. And you can post your comments on my Instagram page. TJ is going to take a picture in just a second. We're going to post it, at Lisa Evers Live. And we're going to try to read as many comments as possible on the air hashtag dream and i'm going to talk about this the theme of the show but i just want to give everybody a warning because it's like really bizarre weather conditions out there this morning which i unfortunately got trapped up in so i want to say um a big shout out to the livery car driver francisco who rescued me francisco muchísimas gracias por su ayuda que dios te bendiga porque i would not have gotten here without francisco because francisco literally it's midtown is okay downtown here where the studio is in manhattan is fine and but uptown is crazy it's solid ice People were literally sliding, including your girl here, sliding <laughs> down the street like ice skating. I just had to kind of go with it. Maybe the energy coach can give me some. I was, I just like, don't fight it. Just, just roll with it and fly with it. And then r- while I'm trying to get around the corner to the parking lot to get to my car, all of a sudden, bam, one car crash. That's one street blocked off. Car crash into another. The other car just slid down into the hill into another car. And I'm like, all right, let me just take a moment here and figure out what's going on. Then Francisco shows up. Francisco, muchísimas gracias. Gracias otra vez. No, he saved me. Literally came out in the middle of the intersection, walked like, like half a block in the ice to get me and my bag and bring me into his livery car and I don't know how the little Toyota made it but we did so <laughs> so thank you so much but my point is if you're out driving around it looks fine in the city it looks fine in certain parts of the of the tri-state but if you're going north like Jersey Turnpike is a disaster um, Mike Brook at our Fox 5 uh, news assignment desk just had called me I was talking to him on the way down, and he said that the uh, there's like a 20-car accident on the Cross Bronx. It looks like it's rain. That's what's fooling exactly. people, because it looks like it's rain, but it's really, really ice. And it's solid ice in a lot of places. And the sanitation trucks, I saw them, by the time we got down here, they were out. And I also want to shout out the sanitation worker uptown in the Dykeman neighborhood, out of that 10th Avenue garage there by the Broadway car wash. You players know that one, where you get your car washed before you go to all the Camilla parties. <laughs> <laughs> Uptown, my neighborhood, La Marina, shout out. <laughs> anyway, the um, shout out to the sanitation workers that actually, they couldn't drive the truck down the street because there were so many of these car crashes at that intersection. They got out and were using their hands to put the salt down wow. on the street wow. so people wouldn't be crashing their cars all morning. So big shout out to the sanitation wow. workers uptown. We really, really appreciate it. The community appreciates it. And um, that's it. So now to the show. This is the Martin Luther King Day weekend, and there's one other advisory too. Because you know I'm a driver. I'm I'm just I love to drive. I love cars. I love the whole thing. And like like a lot of you, I'm out and about, running around, doing all kinds of things. Also, want to let you know we announced it on Fox Five News this week on Fox Five News at five and at ten. Police department announced this week they are conducting crackdowns again. They are doing major checkpoints. So if you got used to those checkpoints not being around over the last month, they are back and they are back in full effect. So what I would recommend is if you go out today, you're getting ready now to go to church or go to pick up your kids or go to work or go, you know, visit people or hang out or whatever, check your license, 
check your uh, registration, check your inspection sticker on your car, make sure everything is current and up to date. Because I can tell you for a fact, they are throwing people in the system on traffic situations. So it's not even just a question of, you know, something wrong or you you failed a blood alcohol test. You know, you get a DUI or whatever. Even on traffic things, you can get thrown in the system. And it's not fun because it's a holiday weekend. Court is closed tomorrow. You're going to be in there till Tuesday. So wow. I just, I got some call. I got a very disturbing call from a friend yesterday. And also women, too. I don't know if they're doing this, uh, you know, if this is part of the strategy. So it doesn't look like they're cracking down on men of color so much. But there are women. Uh, there was a teacher, apparently, that was thrown in through central booking there was a three and a half month old uh three mo- three and a half month pregnant woman that went through central booking which is i don't think that's supposed to be happening so i just want to let you know please it's just like they're really 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 cracking down even on little petty stuff that the cops might have in the past gone okay just make sure you get your you know get your situation right or pay this or whatever so make sure you you don't have a lot of outstanding parking tickets make sure your paperwork is in order and up to date and um, this way you won't have to go through that nightmare of being down there at uh, Central Booking with those stale cheese sandwiches they give you when you're there in the lockup in the public toilet. You know what I'm talking about. And that's for the men and the women. Anyway, now on to better things, positive things. <laughs> Keeping it 100, BJ. Yeah, BJ's looking at me like Lisa. <laughs> Keeping it 100, you know, to the Hamptons and everything in between. Exactly. All right. This weekend, it's a holiday weekend, but do you know why? You know, some people forget it. We're celebrating the birth of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and his phenomenal contributions to our nation. His leadership on the civil rights frontier opened so many doors that have been off limits, slammed shut to so many black Americans. He created millions of new opportunities for the generations that came after him of all races. But where are we today? That's the big question. The economic justice that Dr. King focused on towards the end of his life is still a struggle for many Americans. Believe it or not, Mir de Blasio, I heard him say this several times at recent press conferences, he says nearly half of New York City's residents, that's, you know, we have a total of about 8 million people, are at or below the national poverty line. Half. So that means one out of two people you see walking on the street is really struggling. But one lesson we can learn from Dr. King's life work is to never give up on your dream, no matter how impossible that seems, to focus, focus, focus on the positive, focus, focus, focus on the goals. And that's what we're doing in this episode of Street Soldiers, how to make your dream a reality. We're talking with people that are going to give us some tips, tell us how they've been able to do it. And also, of course, take your telephone calls at one 800 223 Ninety-seven, ninety-seven. That's one eight hundred two two three, ninety-seven, ninety-seven. Joining us, she was with us for the Push for Peace in August at Brooklyn Borough Hall. The founder of the Wall Ball Association, Jasmine Ray. Jazz, thanks Good so much morning. for being with us. Good Thank morning. Thank you for having me. Glad to have you here. Also with us is. Lisa, am I saying this right? Energy life coach? Yes, I'm an energy life coach. That is correct. All right, we're going to find out about it because I need to reboot this energy from this morning here with all the hectic life Will or death do. ice Will storm. Do. Okay, and you brought somebody with you here. Yes, this is my partner, Jasmira. Hello, I'm Jasmira Harwood, an iridologist. 
and what? we are the empowering duo. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna have to explain all okay. that to us in just a few minutes. <laughs> okay, Ian Levy or Levy? Levy, Levy. Ian Levy is here. He's a doctoral student at Columbia University. You work with one of our favorite street soldier guests, Professor mm. Christopher Emden. Yes, yes. Using hip hop. Yes, absolutely. Hip hop therapy specifically. Hip hop therapy. We're gonna yes. talk about that yes, because will. you know we love our hip hop here at High 97 and Lisa <laughs> Evers. I'm in love with a, no <laughs> with a coffee right now. <laughs> Basically, I'm starting to feed from my Starbucks. Let's go to um, also. Let me introduce to you, Cas Marte. Am I saying it right? Yes. Okay, Cas, yes, you have your own uh, personal training company, CasAthletics.com. Yep. And this is an incredible story. You developed a fitness routine. You're locked up. You're in a six foot by nine foot cell, prison yes. cell. Yes. Seventy pounds overweight. Yep. Okay. And then you developed this whole workout routine. I, I developed a prison style boot camp in my <laughs> nine by six prison cell. So and you I started a whole new trend while in prison and, and converted it into a boot camp when I came home. All right. So we're going to talk about that and, and get that whole thing. And then also, I w- finally, we got him on Street Soldiers. He's always like off somewhere exotic or fabulous. <laughs> Or doing something incredible, but I'm so (laughs) glad to finally have my good friend BJ Coleman, the uh, president and CEO of ColemanEntertainmentGroup.com, represents some of the hottest celebrities, definitely does the hottest parties and events. (laughs) And uh, BJ, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Lisa. Happy New Year. Good to see you. Happy New Year. Good to see you, and I'm I'm really happy to have you in studio with us. I know we tried a bunch of times, and scheduling was tough with you, but... I'm here. With your jet set schedule, but you're here with us. Okay. So we appreciate that. (laughs) I'm just happy. I'm happy. I'm happy to be here, and... Out of the ice storm uptown. <laughs> anyway, um, and also let me bring in Dr. Derek Greenfield. He is the author of The Answer is in Your Hands. Miami Heat superstar Ray Allen calls Dr. Greenfield his motivation coach. That's how motivating he is, okay? So we're going to talk with him as well. Dr. Greenfield, thanks so much for being with us. So glad to join you on the Street Soldiers again. No, we're very happy to have you. I want to start with you, Dr. Greenfield, because you know it's the start of the new year also. And what do you think are some of the things people can do, just some real basics for making their dreams a reality? Well, I think that we honor Dr. King by living the dream. And the ABCs, attitude, behavior, collaboration, we got to be positive. Today is the first day of the rest and best of your life. you got to know that you deserve great things. And you take the word impossible, break it up, it just says I'm possible. So real talk that, that we are the only person in the history of the world ever created like us and will never have another us. So we've got to believe in ourselves. As Dr. King said, only when it's darkest can you see the stars. So be positive. Even when things don't go right, you can get bitter or you can get better. So a positive attitude, then behavior, strategize for success, take action and collaboration, build your network, develop your team, get mentorship. And just one quick example before I close, if everybody in studio or listening, ball up your fist and squeeze as tight as possible. Now, now squeeze and ball it up a little bit tighter. I let it go. I guarantee you squeezed it tighter the second time versus the first time, but I said squeeze it as tight as you could the first time. So we can always do more, push ourselves to believe in ourselves, to do a little bit more, and just know that you can do it. You're here on earth for a purpose. Make great things happen. All right, now you really, really place a lot of emphasis on attitude. Is it really that important? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you've got to know that, indeed, you're put on this earth for a purpose and to believe. If you think negative, that's what you're going to get. You get what you see in life. And just a quick example, young people, typically we call them the future. I call them the present. They need to know that right now they can make amazing things happen to be great today. And that attitude shift 
guarantees that you're going to be more successful when you say, look, I've got to take advantage of the gifts that I've been given and take action today. What about how do you get out of a rut? Because, you know, a lot of people start out and at a certain stage in their life, they have a lot of ambition, a lot of ideas, a lot of dreams. And then there's responsibilities, there's family responsibilities, there's bills, you know, things, unexpected things happen that cost you money. You get stuck and you feel like you're kind of like on that, you know, that habit trail, like the hamster just going around and around and around, not really getting anywhere and just trying to kind of survive. And, and after a while, it kind of wears you down. How do you how do you get out of that for those, you know, for those people who are in that position right now? Yeah, great question. I mean, Dr. Seuss was turned down 27 times before he sold his first book. So we're going to go through those challenges. But those are opportunities to indeed improve and to get better. And we've got to be open for change. Sometimes we keep having these negative experiences and, and we get beat down. We've got to change. I know a lot of people will say, well, I'll never change. I won't be me. And I'm like, I hope you're not the same person you were when you were five years old. And babies aren't like, well, that's just not me. Like, I don't crawl. I don't walk. Like, they take advantage of the opportunities to grow and to change. And so if it's not working, seek out new mentorship. Seek out new opportunities. Take risks and be bold and just know that, yeah, sometimes we go through those challenges, but it gives us the opportunity to learn. It might be a blessing that it's not working out because we can look inside of ourselves, look around us, and see what we can do to make a change and just to keep going, keep going and believing. And find something that inspires you or excites you. Absolutely. You've got to have something that you're, you're moving for. And so identify what your passions are and then find people around you that want to go where you're going and to encourage you. All right, Dr. Derek Greenfield, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. Thanks so much. All right, much. thank you. Thank you so much. Jasmine Ray, founder of the Wall Ball Association. She's the president and CEO. She started this whole thing, wallballworld.com. You can check out their website. Now, you had a special motivation for starting this. This was a dream of yours. Tell us about that. Well, um, the organization actually started um, after the passing of my 16-year-old brother. And Hamble, he was a very... Um, he was an extreme athlete. He played football, he played baseball, and he played handball. And after he passed away, I hosted a handball tournament in his memory in my neighborhood of Stapleton. Shout out to Stapleton, Staten Island. And I noticed that there were so many uh, kids and young adults that play the game. I didn't realize that it was such a culture in New York. Um, I thought it was just sort of like a hobby. And when I posted some flyers and all these kids came out and they encouraged me to throw another tournament. And it sort of just snowballed you know, from there. So when I realized that there was an opportunity not only to have these um, handball tournaments for these kids and get them off of the street and onto the courts, but also an opportunity to um, improve their lifestyle, you know, because they were coming onto the court and there was a lot of uh, disrespect and arguing and, you know, bad habits, smoking, drinking. So Street stuff. Street stuff, right. (laughs) So what I did was um, I sort of went back to the drawing board and tried to clean up the sport. You know, I enforced some really strict rules. I mean, even as strict as you can't curse or you can't heckle your opponent. And what that sort of does is... um, it it gives them a level of self-respect and also personal responsibility. So um, I made them uh, show up to tournaments on time and um, take pride in their appearance. You know, no wearing your Tims on the court. You have to wear sneakers. You have to act like an athlete. you got to look like an athlete. And what that sort of transition to is just the kids in the neighborhood sort of having... um, uh, a higher level of respect for themselves, not just on the court, but off the court, and also um, for each other. So they had this um, big problem with like gangs, or you know, he's from this neighborhood, and he's from this neighborhood, and we don't get along. But when we're on the handball court, you know, I don't have any of that, and we don't have any of that. So when they get on the court, you know, it's like this neutral space, and everybody's friends, and everybody's an athlete, and everybody plays, and 
Five years later, what that has transitioned to is um, an opportunity to go overseas and play handball professionally. So outside of New York, a lot of people don't actually realize it, but handball is played professionally in 33 different countries oh my goodness. And around I the talk, world. And I want to talk, your brother must be smiling down from heaven right now. I hope so. I want to uh, I want to take a, you know, get more information about yep. that and, and let, let our audience know how they can participate and they can get involved too. But I got to go to BJ Coleman right now, president and CEO, founder of ColemanEntertainmentGroup.com. BJ, you've worked with so many different celebrities. What is it that separates the ones who quote unquote make it and and live out their dream and those who kind of fall by the wayside? Well, you know what's so amazing about a dream um, is that a dream is the the realization of your life's destiny, really. Um, And it's really up to you to know that you have control over fulfilling that dream. And from a lot of the people that I've worked with, through the years, whether it's Naomi Campbell or Kim Kardashian or um, Vivica A. Fox, is that these people are determined, um, they're ambitious, and they never gave up. And um, it's true, a lot of people don't come from um, advantaged beginnings. Um, But um, I think the doctor put it best when he says that, you know, no matter how you feel, you have to get up, dress up, show up, but most importantly, never give up. Never give up, and there it is. Ian Levy, you, Levy right? I'm sorry. Yes, right? yes. You use hip hop as therapy. Absolutely. Some people might be going, what? <laughs> and I'm going, what? <laughs> so can you explain that for us? Absolutely, I can. Well, first, I would just say that I, I believe that the birth of hip hop is inherently therapeutic, right? I believe that hip hop grew out of the post industrialized South Bronx in a moment of a need, uh, a need for a voice, right? When music programs were stripped from schools and young people had no opportunities, they took everything that was around them and created a cultural movement. And so what I'm doing currently in the South Bronx um, is bringing hip hop into schools and giving young people an opportunity to speak about their thoughts and feelings and experiences um, that maybe they would not talk about in other contexts, but are willing to talk about because they know that after a conversation with me and their peers, they're going to write and record lyrics about it. And then we're going to perform it for the school. And then I'm going to set up opportunities for them like at Columbia University to go perform the things that, you know, they've been through and talk about. So I use hip hop and lyric writing as a... um, as a process to sort of understand ourselves, our thoughts and our feelings at a deeper level. And then do you find that they're able to handle different situations in their lives better because absolutely, of this? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I mean, not only does it like increase the amount that these students come to school, um, but it like allows them to voice their issues better. So I have like, there's less conflicts between students because now they can like speak about their problems um, in a more in-depth way. And, and in fact, a, a quick anecdote, I had a student, we had a recording session on Thursday. I had a student who told me that over the weekend he got sick and he started just like pounding orange juice and taking vitamin pills because he was like, I got to come to school. I got to record. Like I got to be there to record. And so we're creating like a desire to come to school because we are creating spaces within schools where young people can identify. And so it just, yeah, it works out. That's, that's so great. That's great. The work you're doing with uh, professor Christopher Emden's and uh, the others at Columbia. Absolutely. No, really, really amazing. Cost, tell us about your story now. How old were you when you end up getting locked up? Uh, so I went in and I've been in and out of prison since 13. Um, I have a 30 page rap sheet, <laughs> just a knucklehead since I grew up. But uh, the long term and where I ch- transitioned and changed my life around was when I went into prison at 23 for running one of the largest cocaine distributing services in the city. 
Uh, well, don't leave us hanging right there. We went here. <laughs> <laughs> so by the by the age all right. Of, so you so you definitely you you were in an upstate prison, right? Which one? Yeah. So I which, was which in a, prison in a were you in? In Green Correctional Facility, uh, passed through Kaksaki, passed through uh, Monterey, Lake Lake uh, Lakeview, Ulster, a I whole mean, bunch of yeah. them. So you're in the cell. Yep. And what's going on? So after the doctors, uh, the first step when you go into upstate correctional facilities, they diagnose you and see what's, you know, what's good with you. So they told me I had high cholesterol, blood pressure through, you know, through the roof. And they said, if I don't change my lifestyle, I could probably die in prison. In Were you overweight days. at that time? I was over 230 pounds. And, and you're how tall? I'm only 5'8". Wow. So you were a big guy. I was a big guy, and they changed my diet, put medication on me, and I said I'm not going to die in prison. They said I, if I don't change my diet, I could die in prison in five years. I was sentenced to seven years in prison. Uh, so They I, said it to you just like that? Yeah, they said you need to So your numbers must correctly. have been real bad in terms of those diagnoses. Yes. So I began just moving in my prison cell. I began running the yard. And I managed to create these series of workouts right in my cell, and I managed to lose over 70 pounds in six months using my own body weight. And I, I, today, I have a prison-style boot camp where I have <laughs> individuals who are coming home from prison, and they'll be, they're my trainers. So usually I have these bougie people that's coming to my classes, and now the trainers or the CEOs are the Listen, the bougie inmates. people are the ones with the, the, the that money. can pay for it. That's so. it. So, yeah, I'll take that money, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Sultan Malik, uh, one of my personal trainers, he did 14 years in prison, and now he's changing his life around through my program, and I'm hiring more personal trainers at the moment, too. So you, so you turn this totally negative experience into something really positive that not only now is helping you, but it's also helping other guys who are coming home. Yes. I, I had a spiritual awakening while I was in prison, and I was sent to the box. I was on a 24-hour lockdown, and here's where like, I really woke up. I began re reading the Bible, never believed in God, and I read the Bible that time, and something happened to me, and I changed my life around from there, and I said, I'm not going back. I figured out a way how to give back to my society instead of hurting them. And then this was how long ago that you, were, that you came home? Uh, I only been home for about twenty months. Twenty months. Yeah. And how do you feel about going back? Did you make up a make a decision about that? I'm not going back. Um, it's over. Uh, I'm on parole now. Uh, hopefully, I'll get off in two months. Um, and I have three more years technically left. But I've been doing so well. I've been featured in a lot of media now. And uh, the, my parole says has my back a hundred percent now. What do you say, having gone through that process of being out there on the streets and then going, you know, being locked down, and then really changing your life? What What were some of the key mindset changes you had to make? Uh, just coming to the realization that I, I needed to humble myself and accept that I was wrong. I didn't think I was doing anything wrong by hustling in the street. I thought I was just doing a job to provide for my family and. And living a dream, but I was living the wrong dream. And when I realized that I was doing something wrong, and what taught me that was, well, I was in that cell, locked down uh, 24 hours, and I read that Bible, and it re I realized that key notes that I was affecting not only myself, my family, but thousands of people that I sold drugs to. And I said, the I'm community. Not, yeah. that it was it was like the cancer on the community. Exactly. And that's what changed you. And now I have a way to give back. I realized that I have a way to give back while I was in prison. And I helped one individual lose over 80 pounds while I was there. 
And I started a whole program while I was there, whole classes and stuff like that in the in the prison. They yard. let you do that? Uh, nah, but you, you know, figured I, out a way. I, I figured out a way in the yard. We got all together. We worked out, and I I led the exercises. I you know reprogram reprogrammed it where when I came home, I met this program called the Five Ventures, who helped me, who believes that illegal entrepreneurs could become legal entrepreneurs, and they helped me transform my hustle. Um, All right, that's great. We're going to talk about that, that more. Let me let me bring in Lisa Carey and her partner. What is an energy life coach? Hi, Lisa. Hi. Before I begin and tell you what an energy life coach is, I have to say this is exactly how the universe works because I feel so blessed to be sitting here today among some awesome, awesome individuals. I mean, you guys are doing some amazing work out there. Um, so I feel really blessed. And this is exactly how the universe works, Lisa. But what I do as an energy life coach is I shift people's energy. And what the great doctor said earlier, it's all about mental attitude. It's all about attitude, how you show up. So your energy, if we're all made up of energy. So how we use that energy on a daily basis is what attracts things into our life. So I help people create and design and manifest the things they want in their life. That's what I do. And it's such a rewarding and exciting career that I have, Lisa. Um, growing up in Bushwick, Brooklyn, I... I didn't have much, and I had a child when I was 16, so I had a lot of adversity in my life. You were a single teen mom? Yes, I was a single teen mom. And later on in life, I found out what my life purpose was. And so that purpose was helping other people achieve and live out their dreams of what they wanted to do. So that's what I do today, and it's and it's an amazing journey right now for me, Lisa. Um, so what, that's what I do. I shift energies for people. Shift energy. All right, 1-800-223-9797. Let's shift into some phone calls right now. Give us a call. Hot 97 Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers, at Lisa Evers on Twitter. Lisa Evers live on the gram. Let's go to uh, Drew from Jersey right now. Drew, hi, you're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hey, um, I just wanted to speak on uh, Dr. King's, uh, how he always spoke about, uh, or how he mentioned uh, the content of character. Okay. I have a dream speech. Um, before I say anything, I want to give a shout out to Elliot Wilson, one of my uh, heroes. I'm a writer. I always wanted to be a hip-hop journalist. I'm currently trying to get back into it. Um as far as the content of character, I always uh, looked up to Dr. King ever since I was young, uh, ever since I was a child. And um, I always looked to that to, to get me ahead in life, obviously, um, based on what he said. And I never, I've been getting fired from job to job to job, and I continue losing gigs. Uh, based on anger. Okay, Drew, Drew, I, I just need to, Drew, I, I hate to do this, but what's your question yeah. or comment? Because we're I'm really up against the clock here. No, I just want to make a comment on the okay. character. All right, so you wanted to bring up that, that, was, that Dr. King had said that was so important. Yes, ma'am. All right, Drew, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, sorry we don't have more time. Let's go to Justin right now. Uh, Justin Escar is a tech entrepreneur. He's the author of a book, capitalize on your idea. Justin, thanks so much for being with us. Thanks. Great to be here. Hey, how did you bring, uh, how did you bring your idea to f- fruition? So a lot, of, a lot of it's about process. You need to be able to focus on the day-to-day. You need to be able to make your to-do list, and you need to set goals and make them achievable. A lot of people set these high, risky goals. I'm going to make something that's going to be a million dollars. I'm going to make millions of dollars. Make millions of dollars. And really what you need to think about doing is create more achievable goals. So my goal was, I'm going to create an app company. I'm going to create 
a company that's going to make things like Try My Pad, which helps people go paperless, Good Night, which helps pe- parents keep kids off their phone when they're supposed to be sleeping. These are achievable goals. I'm not saying that my apps or whatever is going to make millions of dollars, but hopefully they'll make me some money on the side and I'll be happy with that. So you All right, need now, to focus on the day-to-day. Okay, now you say talk about you talk about focusing on the day-to-day, and you, you had a post recently, some of the habits of successful entrepreneurs. Can you give us a couple, like like two or three habits? Sure. One is um, you have to be positive about what you're doing, um, and you need to be passionate about what you're doing. If you're not, if you're not passionate about what it is you're working with, uh, you need, you're not going to be able to succeed with it. One other thing is that you need to you need to have thick skin. A lot of people will tell you your idea is not good, but there's going to be millions of people that will tell you that your idea is. So take the bad with the good. And the last thing is know your strengths and weaknesses. If you have a weakness in something, learn about how to make it better. And if you have strengths in certain things, really capitalize on those. So my strength is I know how to outsource to get things done. So I hire the appropriate people to get my job done because maybe one of my weaknesses is I don't know how to program, but I make apps for a living because I've, <laughs> cause of my strength. Is so somebody else might have people. taken that as a, as a barrier and you're just like, let me get somebody that knows how to do that. Correct. All right. I like that. Justin, thank you so much for being with us. Hope we can have you in studio uh, when we do a tech or business show. Justin Escar, his website is Justin, dot com. Thank you so much for calling in. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Lisa. All right. Thank you so much. Uh, let's go to Leon from uh, Leon from Jersey City. Leon, hi. You're on Hot 97. Go right ahead. Hey, Leon. How you going, Lisa? All right. How are you? What's your well, question or comment? I'm trying to see how can I switch, like, with the energy thing, like, like that caught my attention. I was listening to the um the station, like, somebody said that they could, they, they know how to switch with energy, like, like, it's me, not all the time, but I'm sometimes in a bad mood, not all the time, but, but I, but I like that. I never heard that saying before that somebody said they switch with energy, they could change them. That just caught my attention when she said that. All right, no, let's let's we'll talk with the energy coach here because you know a lot of people you hear that all the time, like that person has a bad attitude or that person has bad energy or good energy uh-huh. or I like your energy or I don't like your energy. It's really become a very common thing that we hear people say. Let me uh, let me give Lisa a chance to respond here on that. What about that? Well, that, what I do as a energy life coach is I'll give you an assessment of exactly how you show up in life, how you show up around people. What do you mean by that show up, how you show up? Your attitude, how you view the world, what filters are you wearing each day? A lot of times people show up in a negative uh, frame of mind. It's all about mental attitude. So if you show up, it, it, there's seven different levels of energy. And the level one is the lowest. That's when you're angry, resentful, um, frustrated. So I can give you an assessment and tell you exactly how you show up in your energy every day. And this is how you view the world. It, according to any of your past experiences, what you've been through in your life. And then I can walk you through that. I partner with you and we design a plan to move you Ahead again. Ahead okay, of the but game. can you give us what? Can you just give us one tip right now for people that want to like lift their energy energy level to like a higher go up? You know, go up one ring. Yes, just be aware of your just be aware of your thoughts throughout the day. Be aware of your thoughts. Figure out what triggers you on a daily. Like what story are you telling yourself? Yes. What's the story? What are you saying to yourself? What words are you using to talk to yourself? Make sure you're always talking to yourself in a positive way. So I have here today with me is my 
partner, Jasmira, and we developed a company called Empowering Duo. And what we do is we, we present a lot of material to people and, and inform them of what it is that they can do to change what they want in their lives. Because it's all a habit, and we have to learn to change those habits. And learn new habits. If people yes. want more information about what you do, where should they go? www.empoweringduo.com. All right. And BJ, you wanted to say something yeah, I there real quick? Yeah, I just wanted to just um, jump in on that as well. I mean, as someone who works with people who are living their dreams, I'm also living my dream. I mean, I'm coming, I come from a, you know, single family home in Washington, D.C. with no um, kind of foot in the business. And so I just wanted to say to the callers, um, I think the first guy said he had lost his job a few times. I mean, I would say that, you know, take those firings and learn what you're doing wrong that's causing you to get fired and then make the change for the next job so you don't make that mistake and get fired. I mean, I feel like if you keep finding yourself getting fired or in a position that is not working for you, find out what you're doing that's not working for you. And then to the caller who's um, asked about energy and finds himself always in a bad mood, I would um, just add on to um, what the energy um, doctor said and say that uh, you have the choice. When you find yourself in the bad mood, like you said, be aware of that and then choose not to be in a bad mood. I mean, ultimately, you are in control of your destiny. So if you want to learn from your mistakes, you will. If you want to change your attitude, you will. You can. You have the power if you choose to. Definitely. And then, uh, Jazz, let's just uh, tell people if they want to get involved with Wall Ball World. Yes, well, they can visit the website. It's wallballworld.com. And we are actually having a tournament uh, next Saturday at Match Point in Brooklyn. It's in Coney Island. Uh, team Brooklyn versus Team Bronx. Team Long Island versus Team Philadelphia. And we will actually have uh, the Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams as the team captain of Team Bronx. And Bronx Borough President Ruben Diaz as the team captain of... Uh, of uh, Team Bronx. See, both who've done Push for Peace shows, so <laughs> yes, we love them. Yes, absolutely. All right, and then and just real quick, tell us, you, you, this is a special weekend for you and your family. Because you're your great grandfather. Oh yeah, so my great grandfather was actually Dr. King's mentor. Um, he is uh, Dr. Sandy Ray, uh, and he has a entire boulevard dedicated to him over um, on Madison Avenue and Lewis Avenue in Brooklyn. Um, he preached at Cornerstone Baptist Church, and one of the things that he actually said and um, uh, that he really preached upon was that there is a serious danger with feeling satisfied and content in your life. So if you are looking to make Make a change. The very first step of that is taking yourself out of your comfort zone. Oh, I like that. All right. On that note, I'm going to unfortunately have to end the show. I want to thank all of our guests for being with us. That was Jasmine Ray, wallballworld.com. Um, and I want to thank Lisa Carey and her partner, the Life Energy Coach. Thank you so much. Ian Levy, doctoral student with Professor Emden at Columbia University. Cos Marte, it's Cos Athletics, C-O-S-S Athletics.com if you want more information. And BJ Coleman, ColemanEntertainmentGroup.com. Thank you so, so much. And also, I want to let you know, next Sunday we're going to tackle a topic that people have been hitting me up about for a while and that we haven't addressed for quite some time the image of women the ratchetization of the image of women i'm not just talking about women of color white women asian women all women on tv what is happening to women what's going on you know it's the violence the language just the total ratchet behavior even with mothers all this kind of stuff we're going to talk about this and what effect it's having on maybe how we look at ourselves 
how we look at each other. So if you have if you have a, an issue about the image of women, hit up my producer Tone Capone, Tone the number four real at gmail.com. That's Tone the number four real at gmail.com. Some people are blaming reality shows. Some people are blaming the music, the way women are portrayed in music, um, all kinds of things. But also, what about in daily life? That's what we're talking about. So uh, if you have an issue about that, a comment about that, a perspective, and you want to be part of that panel, hit up my executive producer, Tone Capone. Tone the number four real at gmail.com tone the number four real at gmail.com and uh, I want to say thank you to our sponsor this episode of Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers was made hot for you by Roadrunner Roadrunner Transport is a safe and reliable way to ship your rice from point A to point B visit roadrunnertransport.com and we thank them for that and I really got to thank my whole team here at Hot 97 our program director Skip Dillard our music director T.T. Torres for giving us this opportunity on the holiday all mix weekend we really appreciate it our digital director Jeffrey Thacker our board op and digital assistant the one and only T.J. holding it down this morning T.J. big time thank you so much for that executive producer Tone Capone keeping everything moving as Tone says Ice Storm or not, the show must go on. And uh, also big shout out to our production assistant, Rose D, for holding everything down as well. And of course, delivery cab driver from Uptown, Washington Heights, Francisco. Muchísimas gracias otra vez. Follow me on Twitter, at Lisa Evers, Instagram, Lisa Evers Live. Listen to this show and previous Street Soldiers episodes free, free, free on lisaevers.com. You can also see my Fox 5 videos. Check out, uh, check me out on the Fox 5 News at 5, 6, and 10. Also want to let you know on Wednesday nights on the 10 o'clock news, they asked me to do specials on hip-hop artists. So big shout out to Fabulous. We did the first one with him last week. You can see that Fabulous interview on uh, lisaevers.com. Big shout out to Lenny S. and Ayana at Rock Nation. Everybody over at Rock Nation at The Family at uh, the corner office at Fab's new studio, hot new studio. Thank you so much for all the love and making that possible. So again, if you want to be a part of this show in any way, email Tone Capone, Tone, the number four, real, at gmail.com, or me, Lisa, at hot97.com. Have a great week, and remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. I'm Lisa Evers. Push for peace. I still have a dream. The Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s life and birthday is about love. It's about celebration. It's about coming together. It's about civil rights. And while we all like to be ratchet, we all like to turn up and we all don't have a good time, let's not lose focus on what this extended holiday weekend is all about. Little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. Ebro in the morning in the Hot 97 family, celebrating the life of Martin Luther King Jr. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn?